So as you find your seat, cross your legs at the ankles, perhaps sitting up on some padding to get the level of your pelvic crests higher than the level of your knees. And then if you'd like, you can turn your palms to face down on your thighs. Or if you'd like a more energetic rising energy, <coughs> turn your palms to face up on your thighs. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And exhale, sigh. With this breath, arrive. Bring yourself, bring your awareness into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. So consider always, when you come to your mat, one of the underlying intentions for the practice is just to stay present. To keep your mind and body in constant communication. So I am giving you a structure for the class, directing you into different postures, but you are always listening for your body's response in these shapes. So if something I tell you leads to pain or extreme discomfort, you're always listening for that, always responding, always finding ways to move within your body that feel safe, and expansive. Settle into your seat, relaxing your feet, your ankles, your shins and calves, your knees and thighs. Feel your left and right sits bones on the floor. And then root down into the space beneath you. You can even visualize roots growing from your body into the floor. See those roots growing strongly, deeply through the floor and reaching into the earth below this building. Setting foundation, creating connection, and then from the earth, grow tall through your spine. Lift up out of your waistline. Tilt your chin parallel to the floor as you lift and lengthen along the back of your neck. Everyone together, draw your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body as you lift into your armpits. And then keeping the sides of your body long, loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back, creating a tone there as your chest opens and lifts. Maintain those actions and now allow your forearms to sink towards the floor. Shoulder blades drawing down the back side of your chest. One more piece to the puzzle here. Bring your attention to your front lower ribs. Create a tone at your upper abdomen by drawing your left and right front lower ribs to a central point and then drawing that point subtly towards your spine. Feel that strength at your core, the length that creates through your lower spine. This is Sukhasana or easy pose. Return to your breath here, breathing in and out through your nostrils and gradually cultivating a slow and deep breathing pattern. Keeping the muscles of your face relaxed, jaw soft,
As you inhale, attempt to fill your lungs from bottom, middle to top, drawing in any additional air without strain at the top of each inhale. Then as you exhale, allow an extra moment at the bottom of your breath, the bottom of your lungs for more air to escape your body. And in this way, mindfully, without strain, building the capacity for your lungs this morning. And if you choose, begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama. Hear a lot of great breathing already. But if you have not already, you can bring that contraction in at the back of your throat, creating an aspirant breath sound, like the sound of ocean waves. And always think about the sound of your breath as yet another tool to bring your attention back to the present, back to the breath, back to the now. Can you appreciate this time set aside for your breath? There is nothing else you have to do in these moments. Just to breathe and watch the breath. Occasionally checking back in with the alignment of your posture, making sure that you have an optimal shape to support the growth of your lungs, the expansion of not only your chest, but of your back body, side bodies as well. And let's breathe through three more rounds of this ujjayi pranayama together. So wherever you're at with your breath, begin to exhale. And we'll inhale together for the slow count of five, beginning one, two, three, four, and five. Sip in any additional air at the top of your breath. Hold for a moment and then exhale with control. Five, four, three, two, and one. Empty your lungs. Again, inhale for one, two, three, four, and five. Exhale with control. Five, four, three, two, and one. Last deepest breath in. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale. Five, four, three, two, one. Hold empty for a moment. And then resume your natural breath. You can choose to use the ujjayi pranayama technique throughout the duration of the class, or you can release that contraction. Either way, try to continue to breathe in and out through your nostrils. Bring your palms together in front of your heart as you press your palms lightly together, broaden out through your elbows and across your collarbones. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra OM three times. uh, Feel free to chant along or just listen as we bring our individual voices together. Exhale and inhale for Om. 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 Om
Bow your head to your heart. Release your palms to your thighs. Then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. We're just going to remain seated for another moment. Take some gentle twisting actions. Uh, switch the cross of your legs, bring the opposite ankle on top. And then bring your right hand behind your right hip. Cross your left hand to your right thigh. Settle into your seat. Grow tall through your spine, broad across your chest. And then slowly begin to revolve from left to right and bottom to top. Use each inhale to explore space along your spine, and as you exhale, moving any deeper into the expression of your posture. Keep your chin parallel to the floor, back of the neck long, crown of the head lifting. Gaze eventually uh, winding around uh, over your right shoulder. And inhale back to center. Okay, left hand behind your hip, right hand crosses to left thigh, inhale, lift into your chest, lengthen through your tailbone, and exhale, begin to revolve. Again, right to left now, and the thought of bottom to top, the movement moving from first your belly, your lower ribs, middle ribs, chest, upper back, neck, and head is the last thing to turn. Keeping your chin parallel, gaze over the left shoulder, left shoulder blade, drawing onto the back of your chest. So your collarbones remain broad, heart lifted. And inhale back to center. Remove any padding off to the side. We'll just take a brief wide-legged child pose. Knees as wide as your mat. Press the tops of your feet down as you send your hips all the way back towards your heels. Keep your hips weighted back as you extend your arms forward, inching your fingertips towards the top of your mat. When you can't reach any further, spread your fingers, spread your palms, ground through the knuckles of your fingers, press your fingerprints into the floor, straighten your elbows, release your head and heart towards or to the floor. Become aware of your outer armpits and try to lift them away from the floor. So much so maybe that your elbows lift off of the floor. Become aware of the space behind your heart. Be heavy there, allowing your shoulder blades to draw together. And then slowly walk your hands back towards your hips and make your way to standing. Grab your strap. So you can stand towards the top of your mat, but if you're close to your neighbor, make sure you're staggered enough so that you have uh, the distance of your arms at your side. Stand first with your feet hip-width distance apart, outside edges of your feet parallel to the outside edges of your mat. Lift and spread your toes before placing them back down. Now shift weight to your heels, and as you do so, feel your uh, thighs engage, kneecaps lift. Outer hips draw in, lower ribs draw back, tailbone lengthens down. Now take your strap and start with just a foot and a half or around 12 to, you know, 18 inches between your hands. And then inhale, sweep the strap overhead, keeping some
some resistance on your strap. Hands pulling uh, mildly apart. Reach through your knuckles and then draw your shoulders away from your ears. Again, bringing shoulder blades sliding down your back body. Draw your lower ribs in, lengthen your tailbone down, keep the weight in your heels. Soften your face as you look forward, and now start to bring your biceps back behind your ears without widening your hands. Continue to straighten your arms, continue to pull your shoulder blades down the back side of your chest. Create that mild resistance on your strap, and then widen your hands as far apart as you need to as you slowly Take your arms behind your back, roll your shoulders back. So this might be very tight. We do this quickly sometimes, we're doing it slowly today. Pull your hands apart, making the strap taut as you come back up. Maybe coordinating breath with movement, inhaling arms up, and then exhaling, exploring that space as your arms and the strap come down once more. So you can experiment here with keeping one arm straight and bending the opposite elbow, kind of straight, uh, changing the concentration of your experience to one shoulder or the other. You can lean from side to side, whatever feels good here. But just be aware of the experience of being created by the movement. And if there's any particular place that feels especially tight or in need of attention, hang out there for a little bit longer. Trying to keep the face soft, breath breathing all the while. And then inhale, bring the strap back overhead. And let's start in that preliminary position again. Walk the hands closer together. Hands about shoulder width distance apart, so whatever uh, literal distance that is. Weight in the heels, kneecaps lift, uh, taut strap, reach through your knuckles, pull your shoulders away from your ears, keep your gaze forward, and then just start to pull more strongly with your right hand as you lean the upper body to the left. We're doing the kind of crescent shape today with the strap. So with the strap, I'm already noticing that I'm not going down nearly as far as I might with another arm position. So it might just be a little bit of sway to the right, hips pressing to the left, left heel grounding, reach through your left knuckle, pull the strap taut. If you're feeling pain or discomfort in the low back, maybe come back closer to center. No need to go down so far. Soften your face. Continue to breathe along your left side body. And then inhale back through center. Grow tall. Exhale, upper body now to the left. Keeping hips and chest squared forward. Kneecaps lifting. Grounding with the right heel as you reach through the right knuckles. Breathe along your right side. And then inhale back to center and release the strap. Place it off to the side for now. Interlace your fingers behind your back. And then roll your shoulder blades back. 
pull your inner elbows towards one another behind your back body. Again, weight in the heels, lower ribs tucking in, tailbone tucking down, and then start to tilt your gaze skyward. You're just going to focus on the breath rather than going into a deep back bend here. Inhale, inflate your inner body. Expand your chest. Live through the back of your heart. And as you exhale, begin to straighten your arms. Reach your knuckles towards the floor. Squeeze your shoulder blades on your back. And keep the back of your neck long. Just inhale, create that internal space. Exhale, allowing your heart and chest to float skyward. Continually shifting weight towards your heels as it will want to move forward in your feet. Again, just use your, the power of your breath to express, to um, deepen this shape, this arc of the upper back. And then release your hands, shoulders come forward, head comes up last, and shake it out. Whew. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, slowly fold forward, bringing your fingertips to the floor in front of you. Head releasing down. Allow your head to be heavy as you bend your knees, resting your torso on your thighs for ragdoll pose. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps here, just allowing the strength of the legs to support the release of the upper body towards the floor. Head and elbows gradually melting deeper towards the earth with any subtle movements that you'd like to take here. Shifting elbows, chest, uh, nodding head, yes or no, if any of, that any of that movement serves the purpose of letting go this morning. You might also like to walk your rib cage down your thighs, creating more length in your torso and your lower back. And then from here, release your fingertips to the floor. I was emphasizing as we stood the weight in the heels. Now think about the weight rolling forward to the base of your toes, not into the toes themselves, not so that the toes are becoming discolored with pressure, but into the toe knuckles, the base of the big toe and base of the little toe grounding evenly on each side. Now begin that long, slow journey towards straight legs by lifting the outer Hips skyward, lifting into your kneecaps as you continue to roll weight forward in your feet. You might even pay attention here to your inner upper thighs. The action there is inner upper thighs moving back towards the wall behind you and subtly pulling apart. And as you create that action of blossoming the butt or broadening the backside, Try to uh, keep your knees hip-width distance apart, not allowing them to buckle. Okay, keep your legs and hips just as they are here. Bring palms to shins. Straighten your arms and extend your chin and chest forward. Shoulders away from your ears. Heart melts down. And exhale, fold. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead. Palms can touch at the top, shifting weight to heels. And exhale, palms come through heart center and arms are at your side. Again, inhale, flow the arms overhead and exhale gracefully. Dive forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shift, extend your spine. 
and exhale, fold. Inhale, arms bring you all the way back up. Palms touching at the top, and exhale, hands to heart center and at your sides. Bring your feet together. Face the big toes and inner heels touching for the next sequence. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. And exhale, fold forward once more, shifting weight to the toe knuckles, head released at the bottom. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. And then exhale, everyone together, walk your fingertips behind your heels and sit down into your imaginary chair. Thighs parallel to the floor. We're going to take fierce pose in three steps. Step one, round the spine. Do this strongly by tucking your chin to your chest, pulling your forehead towards or even eventually to your knees. Draw your belly button and the sides of your waistline away from your thighs as you scoop your tailbone towards your heels. Keep your hips low, weight in the heels as you begin to look forward. Reach your arms forward like you're holding a box. Extend through your fingertips, hips stay low, waistline draws back. And then begin to peel your heart away from the floor. Biceps pull back towards maybe even behind your ears as you curl in your upper back, round in your lower back. Keep your knees and ankles together. Look up, curl up, keep breathing, soften your face, hold here. Inner thighs move down towards the floor. Isn't that crazy? Look up, curl up. And exhale, fold once more. Fingertips to the floor, release your head. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest. Exhale, fold, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms reach out, up, and overhead. Palms come to touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms at your sides. Okay, we're going to do some balance next. Hands on your hips. Take a gaze at the floor in front of you or the wall in front of you as you simply bring your right heel to a hover. Reach down through your heel as you lengthen along the back of your leg and then pull back through your toes. So with your hands on your hips, you can feel if one hip is higher than the other. If that's so, it's probably the right hip. So draw the right hip down as you lift strongly into the left kneecap, into the left leg. And breathe here. So notice all the little micro-movements your body knows to do to keep you balanced on this squishy floor on one foot. And try to be receptive of that. Okay, now it's going to get a little harder. Keeping the hips at an even height, slowly begin to lift your right leg. Gradually, slowly, higher and higher. Continuing to wrap your right outer hip towards the floor. Keep your gaze steady. Hold, soften your face, relax your jaw, continue to breathe. Reach through your heel, lift through your kneecap, and then slowly right foot back down. Okay, shake out your legs if that would feel good. And then right foot plants. Spread the uh, sole of your right foot so you get more surface area on the earth as you bring your left heel to a hover. Again, same idea. Hips at an even height, chest squared forward, shoulder blades on the back. Same long spine. And as you get comfortable here, you might raise your gaze to keep the back of your neck long, chin parallel to the floor. Reaching through the heel, pulling back through the toes, lifting into your kneecap. 
and then slowly, gradually lifting the leg. So the hip is going to want to lift as the leg lifts. Keep the left outer hip wrapping down, the right thigh pressing towards the wall behind you. Reach through your heel, pull back through your toes, really engage your quads to keep from cramping. Might happen anyway. Soften your face, always breathe. Ground through the inner edge of your right foot. Wrap your left hip down, and then slowly release your left leg. Okay, shake it out as you feel necessary. And then feet together once more. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. And exhale, right arm underneath your left. <laughs> grab your arms together and bring palms together if possible. If not, grab opposite shoulders. Okay, we usually pull the elbows down, but we're going to, going to experiment this week with pulling the elbows away from the floor and drawing the forearms away from your face. So elbows up, forearms away. Find a steady gaze as you take your bar stool seat. So hips are a little higher than in fierce pose. Weight in the right, the left foot as you lift your right leg high up over your left. And either use your right toes as a kickstand if you're having difficulty balancing. Point the right toes straight back or in time attempt to wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. Once the foot is wrapped, you might shift your knees to the right. Aligning ankles, knees, elbows, and wrists, the middle line of your posture. Sit your hips low, weight in the standing foot, heel. Continue to lift your elbows, forearms away from your face, soften your face, hold. And then unwind, sweep your arms overhead. And then exhale, left arm underneath your right. Again, wrap the forearms, bring palms together, forearms away from the faces, elbows lift away from the earth. Sit into your imaginary bar stool, weight in the right foot. Left leg lifts. The higher you lift the leg, the more chance you'll have of eventually wrapping that left foot behind the ankle. If the foot is wrapped, shift knees to the left. Sink hips low as you lift the chest up and back. Elbows away from the floor. Arms and legs wrapped tightly, opening up ankles, knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, wrists. Soften your face, deepen your breath. Hold. Find stillness. And then unwind, sweep arms overhead, reach up, and exhale, release your arms by your sides. How are we doing? Okay, a little more balance here. Doing a lot of um, my favorite uh, Bikram yoga stuff today, if anybody likes that sequence. There's quite a bit of it in here today. Okay, so this is one of the um, more difficult uh, postures from that Bikram sequence, they call this standing bow pulling pose. So just watch me first and then we'll do this together. At least on both sides, maybe a couple of times, we'll see how it goes. So um, one foot is planted, hand comes up, palm stays up, bend the knee and grab the inside of the foot. So I'm grabbing my foot at the ankle. And then first step, I'm just gonna try to bring my knees together. So a lot of times I talk about squaring the hips, squaring the chest. I'm going to let my right shoulder and my right hip move back in this. I'm not going to try to keep my chest and hips squared. And then second arm up, lift my chest, allow my shoulder to be pulled back as I kick and extend. Okay, so 
it's maybe difficult to imagine from what I'm doing, but these people who practice do this practice every day can do the splits. <laughs> like the top leg is pointing oh. straight up. So it's just keep pushing, keep extending. So uh, it's difficult, it's a difficult balance pose. So but let, let this shoulder be really open. Try to relax the shoulder. Rather than pushing it back, let it be pulled back. Left foot on the floor. Let's try it. Right hand out to the right, palm turns to face up. Bend your right knee, point your toes, and try to grab the inside of your foot at the ankle. Okay, once you have that, allow your right shoulder to be a little loose here as you try to pull the knees together. So already, left shoulder is in front of the right. Left arm comes up by left ear. Keep a steady gaze. Don't look at that person wobbling across the aisle from you. Reach through your fingertips, and exhale, start to move forward. So you kick your ankle into your hand, allowing your shoulders to be pulled back. As you extend your left fingertips forward, lift into your left leg. And so this is one, if you haven't done it before, if you're kicking hard, you're going to fall out of it. So um, definitely when you're exceeding your limits or uh, testing your boundary, that's when you're going to fall out. So that can be good. That can be a good thing. Hold another moment. You're there. And then exhale to release. Knees back together. Release the foot. Excellent. Really nice. Very nice, Trish. Right foot on the floor. Left palm to the sky. So aren't you glad you're not staring somebody in the face as you go forward? Okay. <laughs> Drop your hand down. Bend your left knee. Bring your ankle into your hand. Okay. Again, allow that left shoulder to be drawn back. Let the left shoulder be relaxed. Lift into your standing leg. Right arm along your right ear. Find a good point on the floor or on the wall to focus your steady, soft gaze. And then exhale as you move forward. Kick and reach. Reach through your fingertips. Allow your right shoulder to come forward as your left shoulder is pulled back. If you uh, kick yourself out of it, that's good. You get to think about pushing to your boundary, and then when you reach beyond your boundary, that's when you're going to fall. So approach the pose slowly, gradually, kicking, extending, kicking, extending. Left shoulder draws strongly back. Good, Katie. Keep pressing your foot down to the floor. Try to keep your standing foot pointing straight ahead. Good. Excellent. Really nice, Mary. Beautiful, Adam. Very good. And then as you're ready, slowly kick to come out. Very nice. Okay, we've done a lot of standing already. So let's put it with the standing and just come straight down onto all fours. I just can't teach a class without doing some cat and cow. So let's do it. Inhale, belly and chest move down. Tailbone and gaze lift skyward. Cow, and then exhale, move into cats. Rounding your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. And continue to move 
with the pace of your own breath, giving you an opportunity to slow down your breath, slow down your movements, explore the range of motion in your spine. And thinking about today, how this feels at this point in the practice. So we've already been going over a half an hour now. So many times this is one of the first things we do in the class. How does it feel now? What is calling your attention? Do you already, are you already experiencing a wider range of motion than you're used to when you do this, uh, do this flow? And then come to a neutral spine. Take your knees a little farther back, maybe three inches, and then a little wider apart, almost as wide as your mat. Tuck your toes under and bring your feet closer together as you grab the outside edges of your mat. Press the outside edges of your mat forward as you tilt your tailbone towards the sky. So you're exaggerating that uh, cow movement in the hips, that cow movement of the pelvis by tilting the tailbone up. Reach your chin and chest forward, lengthening along the front of your torso as you land, perhaps someday your chin on the floor, perhaps someday your sternum on the floor. So again, focusing on that area behind the heart. Shoulder blades drawing in at the back of the heart, and then shoulder blades pulling away from the ears. Heart sinking towards the floor, inner thighs, again, rolling back and apart as tailbone tilts skyward. Again, always breathing. And then inhale to come forward once again, set up for tabletop. And those of you who have been coming week after week can probably uh, guess what's coming next. Our first set of five push-ups. Extend your legs back one at a time, coming to a plank position. I am interested in your alignment for this. So if your belly or chest sag on the way down on the, or on the way up, bring your knees to the floor for your push-ups so that you can keep that nice alignment between shoulders, hips, and knees. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, push up, and exhale. Everybody send your hips up and back for your exhale, down dog. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you up and back, down dog. Again, inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips move you up and back again. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower, coming to knees if necessary. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips lead you up, up and back. Last one, best one. First set, inhale, forward. Ground through your knuckles as you lower. Ground through your knuckles as you lift. Exhale, hips move you up and back, downward facing dog. Release the weight of your head. Press your hands down and forward. Lift your hips up and back. Look back at your legs. Make sure your feet are hip width distance apart. Knees hip width distance apart. Knees bent for this first one. Imagine somebody has a strap around the front of your hips. So between, uh, up at the very crease of your hips. Pulling you not just back, but up as well. 
Shift weight back to your hips. And then look forward and lunge your right foot forward to the top of your mat, setting up into a long stride. Lift up onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot. Make sure your ankle is directly below your knee. If it's not there, use your hand to pull it forward. Everyone looks great here. So nice long stride, back inner thigh, lifting away from the floor to straighten the back leg. Chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears. Hold here, soften your face, return to your breath, return to your body. And then left knee to the floor. Exhale, send your hips back, right toes reach towards the sky, round your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, forehead towards your knee. And then inhale, hips shift down and forward. Roll your shoulders back, maybe even lift your gaze up. And then move with your breath as you see fit. Maybe one breath, that one exhale brings you back. Maybe you take a full breath in this pose. And then your inhale brings you forward. Again, either pausing here or just continue to move along with your breathing. Lengthening the hamstrings, lengthening the back of the leg on the right side, waking up the psoas on the left. And then using the uh, same actions, same rounding and uh, back bending that we do with cat and cow, using the breath in the same way. And then let's once again come forward, foot on the floor. Scissor your legs together, so feel your right foot pull back in space, your left knee draw forward. Keep that uh, intensity in your legs, that drawing in, and bring your hands to your front thigh. Tuck your back toes under if they are not. Draw your waistline away from your thigh, so trying to lengthen your lower spine, trying to extend your tailbone towards the floor as you lift your chest skyward. Again, shoulder blades down the back. And now from your pelvis, extend for your thighs, releasing your right hip somewhat towards your right heel while continuing to wrap your left outer hip forward. So don't leave that left hip behind here. Wrap it forward as your hips move down. Keep your chest lifted, waistline moving back. And again, remember that posture we did with the hands Interlace with the low back and get that same intensity, that same inflation of your chest as your heart lifts. And then as you exhale, think about your heart lifting as your legs expand, hips lowering, rooting to the floor. And then release. Hands back to the floor and then pop your back foot up. So, you're going to shorten your stance somewhat to get your, right, your left heel on the floor. If you were to draw a line from your right heel to your left, it would bisect. Your left toes are turned towards the top left corner of your mat. And then bring your hands to your hips. Okay, again, squaring the hips forward. So, hands on the hips. Likely the left hip is far behind the right. So pull the right hip back in space, 
as you wrap the left outer hip forward. Lift strongly into your quads, lift strongly into your kneecaps. Draw your elbows towards one another behind your back. Lengthen your tailbone down, lift your chest and gaze up, and exhale slowly. Extend the heart forward until your chin and chest are parallel to the floor. Wrap your right hip back, draw your left hip forward, root through the base of your right big toe, lift into your right kneecap. Breathe. Try to uh, resist the desire to lock the right knee by throwing the knee back towards the back of the leg. Try to lift into the thigh, draw back through the hip. And inhale, back up. Okay. Step the left foot back, the right foot back to meet the left. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. This time, interlacing your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers to the sky. Lengthen through your arms and pull your shoulders down your back. Look to the space in front of you, and with an exhale, step your right foot forward, pointing your toes straight ahead, lifting onto your back toes. And then shift weight forward into your right foot, keeping your left toes pointed down. Okay, square your hips, square your chest, and as you exhale, slowly lower your chest and lift your legs in tandem. Eventually, upper body and thigh parallel to the floor. Lift through your left inner thigh, wrap your left outer hip down, extend your arms and chest forward. Look forward and down. Hold, keep lifting through your back inner thigh, lift through your standing leg kneecap, and then exhale, step back, step back, arms at your sides. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, fold forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, walk your hands forward, coming into your plank position. Exhale as you lower. Inhale as you press. Exhale, hips move you up and back. Guess what? Second set, five push-ups. Inhale, come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press. Exhale, hips up and back too. Inhale, coming forward. Exhale, lowering down. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you up and back. Inhale, forward. Is this four? Mm-hmm. Exhale, lower. Good. Thanks for counting someone. Press and hips up and back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lowering with control. Inhale, pushing up. Exhale, hips lift you up and back. Downward facing dog. Look forward and exhale, left foot comes forward. Create that same long stride, knee over heel. Lifting onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot. Allow your hips to melt down and forward so your left thigh is parallel to the floor. And then counter the release of your hips by lifting through your back, inner, upper thigh. Chest and chin forward, shoulders away from your ears. Find your breath, slow it down. Find your awareness in your body. What's this shape doing for you? And then right knee to the floor. Exhale, hips go back, left toes to the sky, tuck your chin to your chest, round your spine. Inhale to come forward, hips 
Lower chest pulls forward and up. Curl your shoulders back. And move with your breath. Again, choosing to move uh, with each exhale and each inhale or pausing in one shape and or the other. Not being too concerned with the alignment of this movement, just making, giving some fluidity to the hips as we explore the back, the left leg, and continue to activate, wake up, become aware of the front of the left leg, or the right. Whichever legs happen. <laughs> and everyone with an inhale, come forward. Hands either side of your front foot, scissor legs together by pulling left foot back and space right knee, drawing forward. Tone the legs, square the hips, hands to your front thigh, press your elbows straight as you lift your chest up. Waistline draws in and back, tailbone lengthens down, chest lifts up, shoulders roll down your back. So can you simultaneously draw in and extend out? So keep the legs toning as you release your hips down and forward, left hip drawing towards left heel as you continue to wrap the right outer hip forward. Don't leave that right hip behind. Again, lower ribs in and back, chest lift, maybe even gaze lifts here. Again, think about that back bending practice, the upper back arcing we did earlier from standing, using the breath to inflate and lift the chest. And as you exhale, expand through the legs, melt through the hips. Root deeper through the legs and hips to rise higher and stronger through the chest. back to the floor. Lift up onto your fingertips as you pop that back knee up off the floor. So back foot comes maybe six inches forward of where it was. Heels line up. Front toes point forward. Back toes point to the uh, top right corner of your mat. Hands to your hips. Wrap your right outer hip forward and draw your left hip back. So if you had headlights on the front of your pelvis, they'd be trying to shine straight ahead. Right hip wraps forward, left hip draws back, round through the base of your left big toe, lift into your kneecap, wrap your elbows behind your back, lift your chest and gaze skyward. Lengthen along the front of your torso, and then with an exhale, lean forward, hinge at the hips. Okay, we're just going to stay in this intermediary position. Right. Outer hip rounds forward, left outer hip draws back. Chin and chest forward, shoulders on the back. Instead of locking the left knee, try to engage the muscles around the knee to straighten the left leg. And inhale, come back up and step to the back of your mat. Okay, I think I remembered everything, which I'm surprised about. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, interlacing your fingers, cross your thumbs, index fingers to the sky. Grow tall, shoulders down the back, look forward, step your left foot forward. Point your right toes and bring your right toes to a hover, wrapping your right outer hip forward. 
Square your hips, square your chest, and exhale. Slowly go down. Right leg goes up at the same rate. Your chest goes down. Eventually, chest and thigh parallel to the floor. Reach forward through your fingers. Straighten your elbows. Pull your shoulders away from your ears. Wrap your right outer hip towards the floor. Left inner thigh towards the ceiling. Lift into your standing leg kneecap. Reach, extend forward and back. And then step back, step back. Palms together in front of your heart. Inhale, sweep arms overhead. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine long. And exhale, walk your hands forward. We already did all of our push-ups, so don't have to think about that. Press your hands down, lift your hips up and back into downward facing dog. Allow your head to be heavy, your neck soft. Straighten your elbows. And just like in that child's pose from the very beginning of class, allow shoulder blades to come together on the back as the outer armpits lift away from the floor. You can begin experimenting with straightening your legs by lifting into your kneecaps, lifting along the front side of your hips as you release your heels towards the floor. From here, we're gonna to come to a three-legged dog. Slowly lift your right leg straight up and back, keeping your toes pointing towards the floor as you gradually lift your leg. Focusing here on keeping the legs, or keeping the hips level. So right, inner hip, right outer hip wraps down as you lift strongly with the inner thigh. Press your hands evenly down and forward as you reach through your heel and gradually lift your leg higher, higher, and to its highest point. Hold there, lift into your left kneecap, release through your left heel, and then slowly right leg back to the floor. Second side, lift your left leg straight up and back, knee pointing straight down towards the floor. Gradually lift the leg, using the strength of the inner thigh, outer hip rolling down to keep the hips at the same height. Hands pressing down and forward, heel reaching back, lengthen the back of the leg, lift, lift, higher, higher, release your right heel down, lift your right kneecap up, hold for a moment, soften your face, and exhale, release your right foot back to the floor. Come down to your knees and come to lie on your belly. Sit on the floor, arms at your sides, Lift your legs one at a time, extend them back. Tone your inner legs together today. Maybe the base of your ribs toes touch. Maybe in time your inner heels come to touch as well. Ground the tops of your feet down as you now lift your kneecaps off of the floor by strengthening your legs. Kneecaps off of the floor, tailbone lengthens towards your heels and scoops forward. Feel a grounding along the front side of your pelvis. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Wrap your elbows towards one another behind you as shoulder blades hug together behind your heart. Heads of the arm bones lift, and with an inhale, begin to peel chin and chest away from the floor as you straighten your elbows. Reach your knuckles towards your heels. Heart expands and extends forward. Use the strength of your upper back. Squeeze your legs together, point your toes, and now begin to lift your feet, your knees, your thighs away from the floor. 
lift and lengthen, contracting your back body to open up your front. Keep the back of your neck long, crown of the head lifted. One more push and lift, and exhale, release. Shoulders forward, arms at your sides, left cheek to the floor, big toes come to touch, heels wind apart, head is heavy. Return to your breath. Feel your body on the earth, supported. Slow down. So the intensity of class, uh, what is required of you for each posture is constantly changing. How quickly can you transition into what is, what is uh, being asked of you? What is being asked of you in each pose? Feel like that is a real skill to be cultivated in the class. The ability to adapt quickly to our bodies, to our surroundings. And then chin on the floor. Point your toes back, squeeze your legs together. This time reach your arms straight out to either side of you. Either stagger with your neighbor or essentially hold hands. Reach to your fingertips, squeeze your legs, and all at the same time, slowly, gradually take off. Chin and chest, arms and legs lift. Shoulder blades on the back as you reach through your fingertips. Squeeze your legs together, point through your toes. Lengthen along the tops of your feet. Side of the neck back, lift through the top of your head. Gradually lift higher, 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 and then let go. Right cheeks to the floor, shoulders roll forward, big toes touch, heels wide apart. Allow yourself to be here supported by the earth. Find the thread of your breath with you throughout the practice, throughout your life. Befriend your breath. Chin on the floor. Tuck your toes and sit your hips back on your heels. Okay, we're gonna do now. We're gonna do all our stuff. We're gonna do our headstand and we're gonna do our splits. We didn't do as much concentrated work towards the splits today as we did last week, but hopefully, if you are, continue to come, there'll be a, gra- a more general building of this. Uh, flexibility, and strength for our um, splits practice. Okay, so for these next two poses, everyone's going to uh, benefit from having a bit of wall space that's not uh, interrupted by mirror. So, um, well, if you guys are comfortable practicing without the wall for headstand, you actually can be against the mirror. Okay, so anyway, I'll just do the headstand demo first, uh, then we will do our... Um, our splits practice. Okay, so first thing we're going to do with the headstand, just watch me. I'll go through both uh, both steps uh, at once, and then I'll I'll set you guys at it. Okay, we're just going to come to a forearm dog at first, and um, I'm using the wall for demonstration purposes. If you have a headstand practice where you feel comfortable balancing away from the wall, 
you are also free to do that. So I'm going to interlace my fingers, keeping a couple inches between the heels of my hands. If you need to get closer, you can stand up and do that, please. Okay, elbows directly below my shoulders, forearms pressing down. I'm just going to keep my gaze between my forearms. And then tuck my toes under, lift my hips up and back. So um, actually, let me tell you these things first. As I press my forearms down, I'm going to melt my heart, bringing my shoulder blades together at, my, at the back of my chest and then pull my shoulders away from my ears. Also, I'm gonna draw my lower ribs in and back to lengthen my lower back. Okay, tuck my, tail, tuck my toes under, lift my hips up, forearm dog, and then from here I'm gonna walk my feet forward. Okay, we're actually just gonna, I'm thinking we'll just make this into, uh, you can either stay in forearm dog, or if you feel comfortable coming to headstand, the next step would be, to tuck my chin, relax my shoulders for a moment so I can bring the top of my head to the floor. The back of my head being cupped by the space between my wrists. And then again, activate my shoulders away from my ears as I press now my forearms and my head into the floor. Lift my hips any higher. And then entry, entry way to get into this would be to lift one heel to my hip, use my standing foot to just kick my hips to the wall. Once my legs are at the wall, I'm gonna extend them straight, squeeze my legs together, tuck my tailbone away from, oh, towards the ceiling, and then just experiment with bringing one leg away from the wall at a time. Okay, if you've done that before, I invite you today to lift one leg as you would for a three-legged dog. Lift the leg so much through the inner thigh that the bottom foot just starts to uh, elevate off the, the floor. You can do that with both legs. So the second side, inner thigh lifts, so much so that the second leg just floats up. Okay, get out of the pose, same way you came in. And then everyone, when you're done with your headstand practice, can take a form of child's pose, either knees together, knees apart, arms forward, or arms back. Okay, I'll talk you guys through it. Uh, if the headstand sounds a little intimidating today. If you haven't tried it before, then you can stick with the strengthening posture of um, forearm dog. Interlace your fingers. Knuckles can be a couple inches from the wall if you choose to use the wall. Elbows directly under your shoulders, no wider. So a wider base is going to be a less stable base here. Keep a couple inches between the heels of your hands. Press your forearms down. Melt your heart so shoulder blades draw together on your back. Shoulders pull away from your ears. Lengthen through your lower spine by drawing lower ribs in and back. Tuck your toes under. Lift your hips up into your forearm dog. Keep your gaze lifted as you walk your feet forward without allowing your shoulders to come forward of your elbows. When you can't walk any further forward, if you'd like to try the headstand today, tuck your chin towards your chest and then relax your shoulders to let your head come all the way down to the floor, cap cupping the back of your head between the heels of your hands. Press your head down, press your forearms down, lift your shoulders up, and then bring one, one heel to your hip, and then the other. Trish, uh, Trish come to this wall. You don't want to use that, um, those bars there. Then once your hips are at the wall, squeeze your legs together, tuck your tailbone towards the ceiling, and then experiment with feet coming away from the wall. If you'd like trying one leg lifting you up at a time, okay. Interlace your fingers. Knuckles just a couple inches from the wall. Good. Elbows a little close together. 
closer together. Perfect. Good. That looks great. Shoulders here, shoulders away. Good. Walk your feet in. Is your head already down? Uh-huh. Okay, press your head down, press your forearms down, and then lift one heel to your hip. <laughs> That's where you stop. You look really solid. Your shoulders are strong, for sure. Okay, wherever you're at, just take another moment here. Like a lot of uh, a lot of experimentation, a lot of uh, variation today. Looks good. Okay, just bring. Oh, bend your heel. Bend your knee. Bend your knee. Bring your heel to your head. What? Okay, one leg stays straight, and then bend your knee. Pull your heel to your head. Yeah, bring this here. Okay, good. And then use the leg that's on the floor to kick your hips to the wall. Good. A little harder. There you are. Perfect. Good. Press your head down. Press your forearms down. Squeeze your legs together. Perfect. Beautiful, Trish. And okay, so everybody come down in the next few moments. And if you have not already, please take your child's pose. Any form of child's pose that you'd like just to get that, um, that intermediary uh, inverted position where your head is below your heart. And find your breath. And really, I, I invite you at this time always to think about how how do you um, how do you treat these challenges? How do you internalize them? Do you use your success and failure, or or perceived failure in these postures, to determine your value? Uh, if so. We're trying to, let's try, <laughs> can you start to distance yourself from that idea? We're really trying to practice some degree of detachment from that kind of evaluation in our yoga practice. Because there will inevitably be moments when we are not able to do what we would like to be able to do. And can we practice through those moments? Can we come back to our bodies and appreciate what we can do, even when it might not be what we expected, not, might not be what we could do in the past? Is there a deeper level on which you can appreciate your body in, these, in this sequence, in these postures? relationship that you're forging with your body that you can sustain through injury, maintain throughout your life. Then walk your hands back up to come to seated. And we'll continue to use the wall for our final uh, push towards uh, the splits today. So... Blocks are very handy for this practice, so uh, I always feel bad when I get, have you guys get props that you don't use for some reason, probably because uh, people guilt trip, give me a guilt trip about it. Okay, <laughs> okay. so uh, back toes tucked at the wall. Just watch me at first. And again, think about this little spiel I was trying to give about uh, not having too much attachment to outcome, because you may be surprised 
by what you can do. You may be surprised by what you cannot do. Okay, uh, beginner's mind, it's called. So come into this without too much expectation. So uh, first, one leg comes forward, and this is just going to be a entry pose where keep the knee, the hip over the back knee, straighten along the back of the front leg, starting with the hips as square as possible. And we're not going to lean too much over the front leg. We're going to try to keep the chest upright as much as possible. That's why the, the blocks on either side of the front leg are going to be helpful. So I can rest my fingertips up on top of those blocks to keep my chest upright. Okay, so from here, I'm going to press my back foot into the wall and start to slide my front heel forward on the sticky mat. Not going to go to my extreme limit to begin with. Just going to push like maybe four, five, six inches forward and then pull back in. So there's an extension and then there's a contraction. I'm going to create that tension of my heel pulling back on my mat, my back knee and pulling forward to bring my back hip forward. So don't leave that back hip behind. And then I'm going to adjust my blocks, maybe bringing them back as necessary. And then just going to do it again. Slide and contract. Pulling the back hip forward as my front hip pulls back. Okay, so uh, we'll do that as many times as you can to expand into your complete expression of the posture. So we'll start with the left toes tucked at the wall. Start with the hips over the left knee as you extend the right leg forward. So at once you're extending along the back of the, of the back of the front leg, the back of the right leg, lifting along the front of the leg, pulling the kneecap towards the hip, and you're creating that little resistance of the heel pulling back against the mat. Okay, have your blocks where you can keep your chest somewhat lifted, and now extend. Slide your right heel forward. Push your back toe, big toe into the wall to expel you forward, and then pull in again. So did that left hip get left behind? Wrap the left outer hip forward as you draw the right outer hip back, possibly bringing the blocks back in space to keep the chest lifted, waistline back, tailbone extending down. Okay, either choose to hang out here or go again. This will be our second to the last go, so maybe don't give it everything you have quite yet, but go a little deeper. Blocks again, coming back, left hip wrapping forward. Again, instead of throwing the right knee back, try to keep that right thigh engaged, kneecap lifting to straighten along the back of the front leg. Everyone looks great. If you would like, go any deeper. And think about this. As you go to your deepest depth, depth, the right thigh and left thigh are going to touch the floor at the same time. Eventually, if you get this, that alignment of your hips. So it's, it might be, uh, I'll show you on the second side. Okay, so hold at your deepest depth. Try to breathe in your deepest depth. Try to wrap your left hip forward at your deepest depth. And then, without too much fanfare, slide your right leg all the way back 
and tuck your right toes to the wall. Okay. So um, as I said, the right, I think this, I'll demonstrate with this side because this is my more flexible side. So as I said, when you go to uh, the, all the way to the floor in this pose, I think oh, I started out and I was, I was like, oh, I can do this pose. You can get this hip down, and this hip will be lifted, if you can see that. This thigh, this thigh will roll up and back, and you can get your hip down. But we're really looking for the hips staying level, the inner thigh wrapping in and up, so that eventually, as my front thigh comes down, my back thigh is coming down too. Okay, so let's try that second side. again. Let yourself be surprised. Don't move into this with expectations. Just because you went to a certain depth on the first side doesn't mean that's going to be your experience on this side. Lift up onto your blocks. Feel that back base of the big toe pressing into the wall. And then from your initial position, slide it out. Make sure that your heel is sliding straight ahead and not widening out to the left. Okay, draw it in, possibly walking the blocks back. Right hip wrapping forward, left hip drawing back, left kneecap lifting, chest lifting, waistline back, tailbone down. Choose to hold here. So at each depth, each point of this experience, you should be experiencing something. Just because it's not at your limit doesn't mean that there's not something there. Okay, extend your left leg any deeper. Extend and contract. And again, if you would like to practice this at home, as I mentioned last week, uh, if you don't have this um, foam board on the floor of your house, uh, if you have wood floors, you can put a blanket underneath this front foot and it will slide on your wood floor. So you get that nice extension as you slide forward and then you can really feel the need to contract without, so on a wood floor, because your foot would slide further than you wanted it to if you didn't have that contraction. Hopefully that made sense. Okay, go to your deepest step if you haven't already gone there. Again, beginner's mind. What are you feeling? Where are you? Don't be too caught up with what it looks like. Right inner thigh, pushing towards the back wall and lifting away from the floor. This right outer hip draws forward and points down. Are you supposed to feel this in your hamstrings? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then slide your left heel back. Okay. Excellent, everyone. Okay, that's enough of that. Blocks off to the side. You can stay by the wall. Just find your way to lie on your back. We're just going to do a couple of gentle back bends, or at least I'll instruct gentle back bends if you have a need for uh, some intense, more intense back bends. Feel free to take upward bow or wheel pose at this time, or any other version of a back bend line on your back that you'd like. I'm just going to instruct two bridge poses. So if you'd like uh, to use the block between your thighs to keep your knees together somewhat, please do so. It's just something I, a prop I like to utilize 
Feet are parallel to one another, heels draw in towards the hips, arms relaxed at your sides. Press your feet down and slowly lift your hips away from the earth. Okay, once your hips are off the earth, you might interlace your fingers behind your back and then tuck your shoulder blades one at a time underneath your chest until your whole upper back is arching away from the floor. So you're supported in this posture on the back of your arms, shoulders, head, and feet. Lengthen along the back of your neck as you tilt your chin towards your chest. Lift into your heart as you tilt your heart towards your chin. Keep a gentle squeeze on your block. And you can even think about here the block, trying to move the block with your thighs down towards the floor as your outer hips lift higher, opening up the front side of your body, coming into one of our deepest back bends of this morning's practice. And then exhale, untuck your shoulders, unlace your fingers, bring your hips back to the floor. Possibly close your eyes, possibly remove the block for a moment, walking your feet apart and allowing your knees to fall together. Reconnect with your breath here. And again, if you'd like, uh, you can take uh, the instructed posture or for this final, the second final backbend, you can take some other form of um, we, uh, some other form of bridge or some other form of a backbend. Okay, again, if you'd like, place the block between your thighs, arms at your sides. Press your feet down and think about grounding through the inner edges of your feet and lifting more strongly with the outsides of your hips. And then interlace your fingers behind your back. If you can figure it out, placing the opposite thumb now in front, so the awkward interlace. Tuck your shoulders onto your back as your upper back arches away from the floor. Tuck your chin to your chest, keeping the back of your neck long. Inner thighs moving down, outer hips lifting, tailbone lengthening away from your heart. Feel your front body opening up. Look at your chest, maybe noticing if one side of your posture is inflated higher than the other. And can you start to relate, relay new signals to your body, new messages to try to build up that lower side if it exists. How do you troubleshoot your own postures, your own imbalances? And then release your hips down, untuck your shoulders, unlace your fingers, unblock your block, walk your feet apart, allow your knees to fall together. Take one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart, Maybe closing your eyes here as you connect with your breath. Inhale, feel your belly inflate and then your chest. Exhale, feel your chest melt, your belly sink. Feel the movement of breath in your body, direct the breath in your body. Come back to this moment. And walk your feet together. If you walk them apart, cross your right leg up over your left leg. Draw your knees in towards your chest. 
and then attempt to grab the outside edges of your feet. If you can't grab the outside edges of your feet, you can grab the outside edges of your, uh, of your shins, calves. Um, so grabbing opposite leg with opposite hand or opposite foot with opposite hand. And then beginning to pull your knees in closer to your chest, pull your heels in towards your outer hips, keeping the back of your head and the back of your shoulders on the floor. Notice the tendency that you might have to contract your, the back of your neck. So I'm always uh, noticing that I'm tilting my chin away from my chest, shrinking the back of my neck. So if you are like me, counter that by lengthening the back of your neck before releasing the weight of your head. You can keep your eyes closed here as we're really slowing down the energy of practice. Moving into less, um, less demanding or more, uh, more introspective postures. And then release the feet, uncross the legs. And we'll just do that on the second side. Left leg lifts over right. Then knees come in towards the chest, grabbing hold of opposite shins, ankles, or feet if you can reach them. As your, as your knees come in towards your chest, your heels pull towards your outer hips as best you can, back of the head, back of the shoulders, on the floor. Uncross your legs. Turn the soles of your feet to the sky. Grab hold of the outside edges of your feet. Shins perpendicular to the floor as you come to happy baby pose. Rocking from side to side. Drawing one knee down towards the earth at a time. Feeling that nice supportive squishy floor beneath you as you rock from side to side. And you might tilt your tailbone, uh, you might tilt your pelvis forward and then round your, tuck your tailbone towards the ceiling a little bit to get a little bit of uh, different pressure on the low back here. And make any final subtle movements that you'd like before coming to Savasana, lying on your back, possibly covering yourself up or your blanket or your mat up with a blanket, possibly using a blanket beneath your head to keep the back of your neck long. Whatever props you might like to use here, take a few moments to utilize them for optimum comfort, optimum release in this final pose. As you're ready, extend down through your legs, placing your heels about two feet apart. Releasing your feet out to either side of the room. Relaxing all the muscles of your legs. blood pressure taken at some point. So you feel that uh, blood pressure thing against your arm, lady causing pressure, and then it 
and slowly deflates. So you can think about that idea, that deflation, that uh, de-stressing movement throughout your entire body. So we utilize so many muscles, woke up so many different regions of our bodies today. Now just allow them to rest every part of you. Every part being invited to stillness. Arms lengthening along the sides of the body. Palms turn to face the sky. Front of the chest is broad. The luminous light of your heart exposed. Head heavy. Muscles of the face relaxed, without expression.
As you like, bring both of them back to your fingers and toes if you'd like. Rotate wrists and ankles. Rock arms, legs, and the back of your head from side to side. Bend your knees one at a time. Send your right arm along your right ear before rolling onto your right side. And melt your heart towards the floor. Be present in this moment of transition. Recognize your efforts throughout today's practice and show yourself gratitude for your efforts to get to class, to remain in class, to deepen and strengthen the communication between your mind and body. Keep your eyes closed as you press your way back to a seated position. As you find your seat, bring your palms together once again in front of your heart. We'll close practice by chanting Om one single time. Exhale and inhale. Thank you all for your hard work and cooperation today. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste.